This is the Birth Village Podcast. Welcome back to the Birth Village Podcast. I am Morgan Brower and I'm back. I know Trisha's with you guys last week. I was at a birth and I am so happy to be back. I definitely missed getting to speak to Deborah because she is so awesome. But today I am here with an amazing woman named Natalie Nelson. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) She just had her third baby. He is two months old now. His name is Oaks and she is going to tell us about her experience. Um, And we can just jump right into that. Natalie, will you give us a little bit of background on, on yourself and about your other kids? Sure. Um, So I'm from St. George. I grew up here and have lived here my whole life. Um, My husband and I, we've been married for 11 years now. And like you were saying, we've got three little kids. And I get to work a little bit too, doing dental hygiene. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's been great. It's a good mom job. Mm -hmm. I love that I get to be home mostly. Yeah. We just are enjoying our little ones. It's been great. Good. Yeah. And you had, I think I could be wrong, (laughs) but with your first two kids, that standard kind of go to the hospital, do whatever your doctor says type of experience. Is that right? Yes. Do you want to tell us anything about those two? Sure. Yeah. So um, my first, she's five years old now. And I just went in after getting pregnant, just saying, okay, going to go find my doctor and just kind of do all the things. Uh-huh. I didn't really have hardly any education on what to expect other than we did go and take some classes at the hospital okay. to kind of get a baseline of what birth is all about and mm-hmm. what the protocol is at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just had kind of the normal typical birth with her we she came five days late I was going to be induced with her Uh uh-huh and luckily she came on her own okay and I had a good experience at the hospital good everything went really well um I really didn't have any issues or concerns good and I was like oh that went well yeah everything was good (laughs) and so with my second um she came she's 21 months younger than my first okay so they are close together and um kind of just had that same mindset I had the same doctor and um just did all the things with that but it was during COVID oh my god yeah so (laughs) that was uh an uncertain time yeah so I we decided to um be induced with her okay because we had sold our house, so we had to be moving out of our house at a certain time, yeah. and, and we were just not sure about how everything would go with um, the birth with my husband and everything. So we decided to be induced with okay. her. And so she came a week before her due date, and everything went really good with that too. Oh, good. Yeah, so, you know, the Pitocin was there, and it just, everything was smooth. Yeah. Um, but I remember with her, by the time I got the epidural, I they checked me and I remember them saying, you're at an eight. and But I wasn't prepared for any sort of 
natural birth. Okay. I was just like, I want the epidural. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, just give it to me. And um, so they gave me the epidural and I don't think it fully kicked in until after she was born. <laughs> like, Seriously? Yeah. I felt, I mean, it was a different feeling compared to okay. with my first. And so I was like, okay, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. And I just felt like afterwards, I was like, I was so close. Mm-hmm. Why not try, you know, without the epidural next time? Because I have had felt what it was like, okay. you know, through yeah. most of that. Yeah. And so th- I had that thought, you know, after she was born and like immediately after basically. Um, yeah. Shortly okay. after is like next time I probably would like to try without the epidural. Yeah. And so just see what that's like since I had basically did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, huh, we could do that. <laughs> and so um, by the time we were expecting our third, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, met with my same provider. And when I was telling her my plans, I was like, okay, I would like to do this natural uh-huh. and um, just was asking her questions about all of that. And I just didn't feel validated Hmm. by my provider unfortunately yeah I went home and I just felt really discouraged and I I was like I don't know if if she's going to support me in this yeah if she's going to really help me you know and so I just was like what should I do that's so interesting yeah I I mean Maybe it didn't come across that way, but to me it felt sure. that way. And, well, I, and that's what matters. Yeah. I just was like, I don't know about this, what I should do now. And um, so I'm like, should I look into different a different OB or should I look into midwives? And um, at the time, my cousin, she had had her second baby at home. Okay. And she was expecting the same time that I was too for her third. Okay. And she was planning her home birth as well. And (laughs) so I would, you know, had just been asking her questions about it. What kinds of questions did you have at this time? Um, well, I, I mean, at that time I wasn't really thinking about a home birth. It was more just like the natural birth. Sure. And so I was just asking her, how did you cope with that? How did you get through those pains? And, Uh and just, um, just her experience, you know, of what she was doing during labor, because with my previous ones, I really was just in the bed, Yeah, you know, after the epidural, you're just kind of stuck there. Yeah. And so that was the case. I was, you know, I just wanted to know what her experience was. And so, um, when I was telling her about my experience now telling my provider, I, I didn't want to do the epidural. Uh-huh. She was like, well, what do you have against a home birth? <laughs> she like just straight out asked me and I was like, uh, that it's weird. I don't yeah. know. It's like, I don't know about that. Like, I'm not mm. sure what to think about it. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, she just kind of planted a little seed. Okay. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'll think about, think about what my options are. Uh-huh. And she was a good resource for um, different information and podcasts. She actually introduced me to oh, this really? podcast. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'll just listen to what other women have experienced with natural birth mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And, um, and then I listened to a story, a birth story. I, I don't remember exactly which 
podcast it was, but mm-hmm. um, I think it the mom, it was her third baby too. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was her first home birth. And I just remember listening to it and I just felt so excited and, and I kind of felt emotional too. Oh, wow. I just was like... I don't know. I just was like, this woman did such an amazing thing. Like, I think I could do that too. And just trust my body, you know, it's what it's yeah. made to do. And so I, um, I just felt really so good inside and just felt empowered uh-huh. that that's something that I could do. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause you don't, like you don't even consider stuff like that until that seed is planted for you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad that someone was able to touch your heart enough for you to go, wait a minute, I can do this. Yeah. And it's not anything that I had really considered. And just to be open to other options was such a, a cool thing for me to realize that I could decide and Mm -hmm. that this is something that I wanted to do. And I just felt like, you know, if I, I'm wanting to do a, have experienced the natural birth. Why not be at home? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to feel the pressure at the hospital of, oh, you should, the epidural's right here. Let's just yeah. give it to you. I didn't want to have that. I was like, let's just go ahead and do this. Yeah. And so that planted a seed. And then um, I started to look into midwives and interviewed a few and, um, decided to go with Cindy Johnson. So how far along in your pregnancy were you when you decided to go with Cindy? I was about halfway through. Okay. Like 20 weeks. Yeah. And at that, I was also looking into doulas. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I can't exactly remember when I started to look into doulas, but I knew that I wanted to have a doula even at the hospital. Okay. Because I knew I wanted that that support that would be right by my side. And so, yeah, just started to kind of take things in my own hands and Uh just seeing who I could meet and who would be a good fit to help me in this journey. (laughs) Yeah. And where did that take you? Well, I, um, I hired my doula and I took, we just started to kind of get educated on what to expect uh-huh. for a home birth and just how my body's going to work, you know, naturally. Um, so who, what doula did you hire? Let's talk about that experience a little bit. Sure. Um, I hired Trisha. Okay. <laughs> and how did you find her? So, oh, you know what? I was referred to her by my midwife. So I met okay. I met my midwife first and I was just asking her like, do you have some midwife or some doulas that you would recommend? And mm-hmm. she was one. Actually, it was for her class too. She said that okay. she teaches the um, a Bradley class. Mm-hmm. So I was looking into classes as well. And so I reached out to her because I was interested in the class and I wanted to interview her mm-hmm. for doula. So... And I interviewed probably about five different doulas. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was definitely, it's good to meet a bunch of different doulas and women, you know, just to I see I think so. But <laughs> will you tell us why you think that's a good yeah. idea? 
Well, everyone's so different with their personalities and it's about who you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be in a situation where maybe you're, you don't feel completely comfortable Yeah, because I mean, as I've learned, that's can slow down the whole birth process. Yeah. And so that was a big thing for me is just, and you know, what, what kind of things do they value in birth and what things do they like to help with? Mm Mm-hmm what's important to you. So awesome. Yeah. Do you remember any of the questions that you asked when you were interviewing all of those women? Um, kind of putting uh, me on the spot here. <laughs> I am trying to think of what I would ask them. Just like, I don't know, just, they were broad questions. I felt like I didn't know a whole lot to okay. ask, but I would just say like, it was more kind of a personality thing for me. Like, okay. who am I going to feel comfortable with? Yeah. Um, I guess I I was interested in what kind of techniques or things do they do to help while you're in labor. I was interested in that. So I do remember asking, like, what kind of things do you do to help? Um, yeah. But more important than their answers was just the way that you felt about yes. them. Okay. And that's definitely how I felt when I met with Trisha. I was yeah. just like felt so comfortable with her and she made me feel really empowered as well. Yeah. And she's so got I'm a like, gift for she that. She really does. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> that just sold me with her. I was like, she's the one that can help me yeah. do this, this hard thing. <laughs> and then you took her class as well? Yes. Will you tell me about the difference in taking, cause you took the hospital's class yeah. with your first daughter and then and then you took Trisha's class. So what are the kind of some major differences there? Well, the one at the hospital is definitely more geared towards the hospital of, you know, all the things that they offer there. And what I really loved about Trisha's class is it was more, I felt like more educational with like the physiological birth mm-hmm. and what's happening with your body um, and how the baby's actually coming out, mm-hmm. you know, all the things Um, So that was a huge difference. And I felt like she was just this fountain of knowledge that, and so um, welcoming that we could ask her any questions. And she was just really honest and, you know, really helpful in that way. And I really enjoyed how she had a different perspective. She actually Mm -hmm. would say, well, this is what, you know, what you could expect at the hospital. She'd kind of give a hospital situation and then also a home birth situation. And so I felt like it was catered to everyone in the class because there was a variety of, of moms in there. Okay. Of what kind of births they were having. So, so rather than like, here's the experience that you will have in the hospital, which is what the hospital's class kind of was like. It was like, here's what will be going on with your body, no matter which option you choose. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Uh And so you took her class and then how are you feeling? Are you, I mean, you're getting kind of farther along in your pregnancy now. Were you really super ready for this home birth or how are you feeling at this point? Um, At that point, I was really feeling pretty excited about it. Yeah. I didn't feel really nervous too much. It was more, well, I guess just getting all the things being prepared at home, I guess, the, the thing that I was more nervous about, but I felt prepared and I, I feel like that class also instilled within me that I'm capable. And so I felt really, um, you know, confident in myself 
and being able to be at home. And I felt really um, confident in my provider, my midwife, and with Trisha. I just felt really comfortable, and I knew that I would be in good hands. Yeah. So I felt really good after the class. I was like, yes, we yeah. got this. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then then where do we go from here? What happens? Well, then we're just like, okay, we're getting ready for this baby uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> just waiting. Um, so he came late, yeah. later than I was hoping. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he came nine days after the due date. Oh, girl. Yeah. So that was quite a, a long wait, but, um, will you talk to me a little bit about that? I, f- I feel like it is such a common experience for women at the end of their pregnancy to be like, Oh, I just want to be done. And yeah. you have had these two other experiences. One where she was five days late. So not quite mm-hmm. as late as your son. Yes. And then your second where you, she had, she came early. Yeah. So what's your mental state like as you're waiting these nine days? Yes. How did you endure? Well, I mean, every day I was like, it could be today, (laughs) (laughs) but I just, I just had to keep telling myself it's okay. The baby's Mm -hmm. going to come when he's ready and my body is getting ready. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, it's okay that, that he's coming late. I felt like with my daughter, her coming late, like she seemed to do great compared to my daughter who came early. I felt like uh, she had more, I mean, she was just a harder baby. I don't know if that (laughs) correlates to being induced or not, but I just felt like, you know, it's okay. He's Mm. just growing some more and I, you know, nursing, I'm sure will be, hopefully he'll have that sucking motion down. He'll be ready to, to nurse when he comes. But we just had to stay positive. Yeah. I mean, it was emotional, <laughs> I sure. will admit, but I just knew that it would work out. Good job for so, making it there. Yeah. Nine days is, is kind of a long time. It feels long. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of it. So tell me about your labor then. After those nine days are up, how did everything start for you? So um, I met with Cindy, my midwife, at 41 weeks in a day. So that was eight days. Okay. And at that point she's like, okay, we were planning to do the stretch and sweep is what she called it. Okay. And, um, when I met with her, she's like, okay, I think if I do this, you are going to go into labor pretty quick. Okay. (laughs) And so she's like, well, how about I come to your house tomorrow morning and I do the stretch and sweep there and I'll hang out and we'll just see where it takes us. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, that like, sounds I'm good. Ready. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. And I felt great that she was going to come to my house. So I was yeah. like, this is good. Yeah. Then instead of worrying about calling her when it's when I'm in labor. Mm-hmm. So she came to my house and she did the stretch and sweep. And she's like, okay, you better call your husband. Because she's like, there's nothing really to sweep here. Like, oh, your mucus plug is pretty much gone. And yeah, she She's like, you're dilated, you know, I can stretch you to an A is what she said. Whoa. And so she's like, get your husband home. (laughs) (laughs) So I called him and he's like, okay, I'll come right home. And uh, she just was getting things ready in my room. And I was just kind of hanging out, walking around. And I felt pretty good. Yeah. And it was probably maybe a half hour to 45 minutes later that I was like, oh, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit of contractions starting. Okay. <laughs> and by then my husband had been home mm-hmm. 
And um, we we're like, well, we'll just hang out and see what we're going to do and how, how fast this comes. Yeah. So we... Was Cindy still there at your house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She just hung out, which was great. Yeah. I was a little bit worried that, I'm like, what if this doesn't progress quickly? Yeah. How's this going to go? But she was patient and luckily I, you know, started having some contractions. Yeah. Um, shortly after. So... My husband and I, we were playing skip bow <laughs> out in the living <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> I was on the birth ball, you know, bouncing. Uh-huh. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Started leaning over the ball, trying to play. <laughs> and I remember Cindy saying, when you don't care about this game, that's when it's te- <laughs> things are getting serious. Yeah. <laughs> and it did. We didn't finish the game. Um I was like, okay, it got to a point where my husband, I'm like, you need to come give me some pressure points. Like I'm having contractions here. <laughs> and Cindy was great to call um, Trisha to come oh, good. during that time. She's like, I think we better call Trisha. I had already told her, you know, this is what's happening. I'd been in communication with her, but she's like, just call, you know, I, I didn't want to her to have to come and wait around either. Mm-hmm. But so Cindy got her called and, um, and her assistant. And by then I was like, I really want to get in the tub. And at this point, um, I didn't know how or where I was going to birth this okay. baby. <laughs> you were just going to play it out. Yeah. See how it happened. I wasn't sure if I'd want to have a water birth. Like I just yeah. wasn't sure. And so are you, um, are you a girl that turns to water anyways like do you love a bath or a shower yeah okay. I do so I'm like I knew I knew I wanted to like labor in the tub okay and so but I'm like I don't know if I want to be in the tub when I deliver I, I imagined maybe being on my bed type of thing so my husband got helped me get up and made it to the bathroom and I got in the tub and I was just having some pretty good contractions at that point every couple minutes I think okay and at that point Trisha had arrived and so I was just in the tub just focusing on my contractions on my knees and eventually I was like I'm my legs are really tired Mm -hmm. and so Cindy's like well how about you go on your back and I was like okay like I'll try that and that's where I ended up staying was on my back in the tub okay And, um, my husband was right there and it was funny because he got a Charlie horse horse during it. (laughs) I remember like everyone was kind of laughing at him and I just like had my eyes closed. I was just focusing, but I was just like shaking my head. Like, are you serious? It's, it's like such a joke, but it's such a husband thing to do. (laughs) He was having sympathy pains or something. I don't know. But he's like, Oh, I'm getting a Charlie horse. (laughs) like oh you want to talk about your chores (laughs) well that brings up for me so now you've gotten this far you're almost there and compared to it sounds like you're handling it pretty well yeah did you you feel that way during this where's your mind at yeah um I remember thinking like I wonder when this is going to end Mm. (laughs) but I had the mindset that this is what I'm doing okay and I wasn't scared I just knew this is happening and this is what my body is, is planning to do. And so, um, I 
beforehand, I have a friend that also helped kind of coach me with like mentally preparing. Nice. And she has had home births and something she loved was she made like an affirmation board or Uh a birth board. Uh And so I had done that with some quotes and I had pictures of my girls and, you know, my husband and I, and I had that right there by the tub and I was looking at it weeks before he was born. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big part too. And, um, why I just felt like having those affirmations going through my head, just knew kind of settled my mind and helped me breathe, you Mm -hmm. know, and I, and I knew that this is something that I could do. Mm -hmm. And I actually had asked a question on the podcast sent in like, what could be a good thing to help me prepare? And th- that was something that you guys had recommended. Yeah. And along with my friend um, saying, you should do a birth board yeah. with, you know, pictures and things. And that was a huge help to me. I'm so glad. Yeah. So I would, like during those contractions, I would just breathe. And I just remembered the things that I had been um, reading, going through my mind saying, you know, I can do this. And yeah. And so that was big. Do you think it kind of gives your mind something to replace the negative thoughts with? Yes. So that you can, I mean, if you don't have anything to turn to, then the, these, this is hard. Can I do this? All of that comes up. But if you have something that is mindless, because it's there in front of you. Mm-hmm. You don't have, there's no effort involved besides turning your eyes and looking at it. Right. And then you can just replace those thoughts with these positive things. Yeah. And that was a pretty big deal for you. It was a big deal for me. Just having something I could focus my mind on was huge. And um, I, I mean, I didn't even, I don't remember even looking at it because like I was oh, kind yeah. of leaning over the tub and my eyes were closed, but because I had made it ahead of time and I was looking at it every day, I just was, rem- I could remember and I was, and I'm like, I knew this was there. And I, even though like, I don't want to look at it, <laughs> I knew I you could see it. You can yes, I could it see in it in my brain, in my brain and. Um, yeah, that was big. That's a big help. deal that you spent so much time with it and you prepared in that way. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I think that was a huge part of preparing for the home birth was mentally preparing. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you are almost there. <laughs> yes. This is getting pretty serious. Your <laughs> husband has a Charlie yep. horse. He's got the Charlie horse. <laughs> and then I start feeling that ring of fire. <laughs> oh, do you want to, is there any way that you could describe that? Um, it was, that was at the point where I actually started to kind of make some noise. Okay. It was just very intense. Yeah. And it just, it felt like a burning, you know, <laughs> and but it also was like, okay, this baby is coming. Yeah. And I knew like, here come, the end is in sight type uh-huh. of thing. And so that was the most intense part for me. Yeah. Was when he was actually, you know, his head was crowning. And um, yeah, I did not experience that with my other <laughs> girls with the epidural, even with I thought it, it didn't yeah. completely work, but I don't remember feeling that ring of fire. <laughs> Do you, I feel like it is such a weird thing. I'm, I'm kind of now talking about my own experience where yeah. it is so intense. Like you said, this is, this is really intense. 
Um, but it also in a very weird way is like exciting because you're yeah. like, I'm almost done. Yes. It's like, you could see the finish line. You oh, can feel yeah. that ring of fire and you're like, we're here. Yes. <laughs> Renewed energy almost. Oh yeah. This is for real. It's like, okay, I can, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here cool. We go. Yeah. And I just was loving like all the communication that, you know, Trisha was giving me and Cindy and my mm-hmm. husband, everyone was just saying, okay, like the baby is, you know, I can see his head starting to come and, yeah. um, and coaching me through that was, was really helpful. And at that point I was like, okay, like I was ready to <laughs> have him be born. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, from the time I started having the contractions to when he was born, it was like, an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, get out. Yeah. So, I did not realize it yeah, went that fast. It was really fast. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yes. So it wasn't like a very long labor. Your body knew what to do. Yeah. So we're, this is the morning still. Yeah. Or like um, early afternoon. Yes. He was born. Let's see. So she got to our house about 1030 and he was born, I think about 1230. Wow. Somewhere in, around that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yes, it was to happen really quick. And that was the same with my girls too. Okay. Once things started. And so I felt confident that it would be the same. Yeah. Okay. Hopey. Yeah. So I was grateful that it wasn't so long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And explain, explain the rest. Like, is there any details that you remember about him actually coming and the, or the pushing or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, so I remember feeling that urge to push and, um, Cindy saying, okay, yeah, you can start pushing. And, and then she was like, okay, stop, just breathe <laughs> because it sh- which helped so much because I had just a tiny little tear that she didn't even stitch. Oh, nice. And so, um, did just, you tear with your girls? I think, I believe I tore with my first, okay. just a little bit, nothing, but I did have stitches. Um, but with my young, a second, she was a smaller baby and okay. I don't think I tore with her. Okay. And so, yeah, he came out and I remember the umbilical cord was wrapped around him, his stomach three times. Whoa. And that was something that, you know, ahead of time, a concern. And I, re- I even asked Trisha, like, well, what it happens if the umbilical cord is around their mm-hmm. neck or whatever? Oh, yeah. Like, People what do you are do? really concerned about that yeah. cord. And that was a huge thing that was put to rest like no it's gonna be okay yeah <laughs> they just unwrapped the cord they he still was getting tangled the in there he was really tangled and they were like wow i don't we, they hadn't seen three times around yeah. and so my husband was right there like and helped catch him and he was just like they were great to just hurry and help with everything mm-hmm. and they just brought him right up to me and i got to just love on him right there in the tub so he was born in the water mm. And so it was a great experience. That's awesome. I was really happy with how it went in the tub. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. And then afterwards, what stands out to you being different from your hospital births? Um, I loved that I could be in my home. Mm -hmm. That was really comforting to me. Um, And I didn't have, you know, everyone, like, I just felt like I'd got really good care with um, how, you know, everything else with delivering the placenta and all of that. The one concern that was a little bit hard that was different than the rest was because 
I didn't have an IV, mm-hmm. which I know they can, I think they can do that during or like while you're in labor or whatever, but I did not have an IV. And I think I had just lost a lot of fluid and, you know, he was on my pelvis for so long. They said that they think because I lost extra blood because my cervix was probably a face, you know, for okay. a while just because he came so late. Uh-huh. And so I just had a, it was a little bit harder recovery wise because I don't think I just had all the fluids that I could should have. Yeah. Yeah. With drinking, you know, being in a hot tub, all the things. Well, and it went so quick. It you went didn't even quick. think about it. Yeah. Probably. And so it was just a little bit um, hard in that way. Just when I'd stand up, I felt a lot of drainage, you know, almost okay. passed out. But Ooh. the great thing about it was. Cindy was able to come and give me an IV and my home. Yeah. So I didn't have to go into the hospital or anything. Yeah. So that was um, a blessing that I could just be at home. It's so amazing the stuff that we almost sometimes don't realize that they can, they can handle all of these things that could happen. And I felt confident in that too. I knew that it would be fine, but I like, that was just a hard thing because maybe he was so late But after a few weeks of recovery, I felt so good. Yeah. I think that my recovery went really well after that. Oh, all things, even though it wasn't as easy right at first. Yeah. Right at first, it was a little hard. I felt like everything went really smooth with the delivery and everything. Mm -hmm. It was just recovery was a little bit different for me this time around. Um, But after I had, you know, getting through the hardness of, your milk coming in, mm-hmm. nursing, oh, yeah, all of those things. I felt like, wow, I feel like I have a lot of energy mm. and I felt pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt like that was a difference from compared to being at the hospital to being at home. Well, just not having the, the drugs of an epidural yeah. Yeah. or, you know, just nothing blocking in your system. Mm-hmm. And that made a big difference for me. Yeah. Well, did you, so it seems like we've, we've talked about this and it seems really seamless. Like everything went really well. Was everyone in your life super supportive of this? Like even your husband, husbands have a hard time with home right. birth sometimes. I know. I was surprised how supportive my husband was. Good. He's like, you know what? You, you just do what you feel is best and I'm going to support you in anything that we do. That's awesome. And so I felt so blessed. It would have been a harder thing if he hadn't been as supportive. Um, but it was a, you know, a first time thing for like my family to see. Mm. And it was a lot, I think for people to wrap their heads around like, wait, you're going to have this baby at home. Like, why aren't you going to the hospital? You know? So yes, there was some that just, you know, family and friends that may not understand or just didn't, you know, it's, they think it's the norm to be at the hospital, which a lot of people are, but there's other options out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just, for me, yeah, it wasn't seamless in that way. I had to, um, rely on what I felt was right for me. Mm. And, of course, the support from my husband was mm-hmm. huge. Um, that can be yeah. really hard because it can make you doubt yourself. So where yeah. did you find the strength to still really believe in what in what you were going to do, even though you had some people that weren't super stoked about it? Right. Um, 
I think just being educated. Okay. I learned so much during this pregnancy that I did not have with my other two that really brought so much empowerment to me. Yeah. And um, I just felt so strengthened by it. And I also had my friend that I had mentioned with the birth board. She was a huge part of my mental preparing mm. and letting go of things that could put doubt in my mind. Yeah. And it really, it just helped me as a person rely on myself and what my instincts and knowing that I have the choice and I can decide mm-hmm. for myself. And, and I am one of those people that can be influenced easily by others. <laughs> okay. And so <laughs> that was, uh, just preparing mentally. Yeah. I, do you feel like going forward from this experience that you had that you've been changed by it? I do. Yeah. Will you tell us about that? Um, I just thought it, you know, going through that whole experience of preparing myself and making choices for my baby and for me, um, it just it's brought a lot of peace to my life um, and confidence in myself as a mother and as a woman. Um, can you can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I just think people who don't haven't been through this don't understand how just having a different type of birth can bring so much confidence to you in motherhood. I I definitely agree with you, but if can you right. elaborate on that? Yeah, if I can put my thoughts into my words. Yeah. <laughs> um, surrounding myself with people that had confidence in me was a big part of that. But I just trying to think of how I want to like <laughs> my feelings here. Yeah. It was a different experience, too, with having a son, you know, like compared to girls. Mm-hmm. And just how am I how am I going to raise this little boy? And um, just the, the pushback that I sometimes felt or the, the doubt that I had in my mind, I just had to go back to my feeling of, that initial thought of me wanting to be at home Mm -hmm. and how I felt at that moment. I felt so strongly that I could do this. And when I made that decision, it implanted in me that um, I'm responsible for the decisions that I make. Yeah. And so by getting educated and listening to all different, you know, different thoughts that people have and um it just I could see both sides of things and I could decide well what where do I lie with this like yeah what do I feel about it and um I feel like that made a big it was just such a life-changing thing for me to know that I can I can choose yeah and 
And it also strengthened my relationship with my husband because I could talk to him about those things and say, well, what are we, what should we do about this? And what are your thoughts about it? And this is how I feel. And, um, just knowing all your options out there was big for me and realizing, oh, there's, there's a good, you know, what's best for me and my family and moving forward, I feel like I can apply that to motherhood. Yeah. And how I can raise my kids and what, what I feel is best. Yeah. So uh, I'm hearing it, it taught you how to trust yourself despite what anybody else thinks. Yes. And then in addition to just yourself, but to like bring your husband in and like have these conversations that end up mattering in the long run. Yes. That's so amazing. Yeah. Especially with you saying beforehand that you're somebody who gets easily influenced by other people. Yeah. And in motherhood, that can be huge because sometimes you have to make decisions that that are harder that people don't agree with. Yes. That's really awesome. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. (laughs) That's really awesome. Do you have any advice for anyone who might be listening, whoever they are? Yeah. I think the advice that I have is you have to think about what matters to you. And and it's okay to to be different. Yeah. <laughs> because that was a hard thing for me. And you can find support in whatever choice you make. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, a big part of the advice that I would give is just finding a support system for you, but also trusting yourself and knowing that you have the power to choose what's going to be best for you and that it can be whatever you decide. How can someone find that power initially if they're not feeling uh, capable, maybe? Yeah, and that was something I maybe didn't feel capable myself initially, but I think just talking to people, hearing what they have to say, asking questions, and doing your own research, you know? Yeah. That was, that can plant the little seed like it did Mm. for me, and it's going to open doors for other things that will be beneficial and help you on your your own journey whatever you're trying to to do so would you is that groundwork for doing that is that easy enough because it's just about asking questions and getting information is that well (laughs) I think it's more just inside you I don't know I mean it's it is hard to find that drive within yourself but for me that was what was beneficial was kind of Maybe just talking to a friend at first Mm. and then saying, you know, this is your perspective. Maybe I could do some research myself. If you are new to the Birth Village podcast, you might not know that we are partnered with Tubby Todd. Tubby Todd is an amazing clean ingredient skincare company and their motto is good, clean, fun for the whole family. And let me tell you, that is so true. All of their products are perfect from your youngest to your oldest family member. Um, Tubby Todd has an amazing balm that is, it's called their all over ointment and it's 
never greasy, it is dermatologist tested, it's safe for sensitive skin, and it soothes redness, irritation, and eczema. So it's perfect for, honestly, everything. If you don't have some olive oil ointment in your life, you need some, I promise. <laughs> my One of my favorite Tubby Todd products, or like, I guess it's not one product, but I really love their regulars bundle. So this includes hair and body wash, everyday lotion, and that all over ointment that I was just talking about. And they have a bunch of different fragrances that you can choose from. But again, it's good, clean fun for the whole family. So you don't have to worry about all of the scary ingredients that typically come along with fragrance. So my favorite of their smells is lavender and rosemary, but in their regulars bundle, they also have fresh raspberry. They have a fragrance free one if that's your thing. They have lemon cream and black cherry is out right now for a limited time. It's a seasonal scent. So go check out Tubby Todd. Uh, it's gluten-free, dairy-free. There's no SLS, SLES, no synthetic fragrances, no parabens, no steroids, just some really simply amazing products. Um, they do have a worry-free guarantee, which means that if you're not 100% satisfied with your purchase, they will refund you, which I think is amazing. I just think that's so honest and we love working with Tubby Todd. They are simply a great company to work with. So if you click on the link in our bio, in the Instagram bio, or you can also click on our show notes and then you can click on the link there, but you can get 10% off if you use that link to purchase your products. So check out Tubby Todd today. You will not regret it. We are big fans over here at the Birth Village Podcast and yeah, check out Tubby Todd. You're going to love it. Okay, I, I think another question that I have for you is just in what ways this was, I, I think that you've already answered this, but I just want to make mm -hmm. sure we've covered everything. Yes. Um, in what ways this was impactful for you and what was your takeaway from not only this experience, but this experience being different than your other ones and just where you're at now, two months later, what has been the takeaway from the whole thing? Okay, um, my takeaway from all of this is mentally like I was worried about how I would handle my kids after they've been born okay that was a big concern for me and so I felt like putting in um, effort and mentally trying to prepare myself for the home birth and um, letting go of of doubt and things it's been a huge takeaway postpartum with how I've handled things with my kids. Hmm. That's been a, a really big part. Um, and I feel like more like I can handle this. I'm their mother, you know, like hmm. that was a big thing for me and it's still something I'm working on. Sure. <laughs> but just the, the preparation that I, that I did for this home birth has just really just transformed me as a person and giving me more of a desire to to strive to be better and um to be the best mom that I can be and because it's not easy once yeah. the babies are here <laughs> yeah it's it's hard but it's been I keep 
you know, having that mindset, even though it still is hard and I still slip up and have my moments of frustration, yeah, I go back to what am I working on and I can try again. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's been the biggest thing with this compared to um, my hospital births because I just... I didn't have the preparation that I did with this time around. And I just kind of showed up and let things happen the way that they, you know, that happened. I'm an easygoing person in that way. I just kind of trusted that everything was fine and it did work out fine for me. Mm-hmm. But with my home birth, I knew that I had to take charge for myself Yeah, and putting in that effort and um, it just... It's really brought me so much joy and in my life as a mother and has just strengthened me and given me the confidence that I'm still working towards being the person I want to be. But it's it's just given me that empowerment, I think, is a huge thing. Yeah. How perfect for you to, I mean, first of all, go from two to three kids. I've heard that's yeah. hard. <laughs> so to just get that new um you know, refreshed empowerment and energy to be able to handle hard things. Yes. And learn that you can handle hard things and you yeah. can do it well and that you're a strong person. And yes, I think that it's a really beautiful thing that you've learned and in a beautiful way that you've transformed. Yeah. That's really awesome. And I think it's really cool too that, um, you felt really touched by the podcast that you listened to. Yes. And I'm so grateful to be able to have you share your story so that you can touch hearts because I know that people will be touched by hearing your story. Yeah. And that was the thing for me, like just having people around me and um, that support, you know, the podcast has been a huge part of my journey and um, my provider, you know, Trisha, everyone who's in my circle, you know, that was, has been such a blessing in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely makes you feel like it's like the pass it on thing. You feel empowered and you cannot help, but pass it on Yeah, just in everywhere in your life. Yes. Like <laughs> glitter. I don't know. It just yeah. like is <laughs> everywhere once That's you touch right. it. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so, so much for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. (laughs) Um, I am so happy to have been able to hear your story and just every good experience is worth sharing. Yes. So I'm really happy about that. Um, I, I think our listeners know this, but we will share some pictures of your experience with okay. them on Instagram, if that's okay with sure. you. Um, you guys can find our Instagram at the birth village podcast and um, just make sure to share this episode with anybody that you think could benefit from it. Um, just again, we know that sharing these good experiences and these good stories is really impactful. It was impactful for Natalie, um, but it's also impactful for just anyone it doesn't even have to be an expectant mother but just to learn that you can do hard things and putting in that little bit of groundwork to prepare yourself makes an immense difference in the outcome and in the rest of your life because it's changed who you are so that's amazing uh 
so you again you can find us on instagram at the birth village podcast you can send us an email at the birth village podcast at gmail.com you guys know all the things um and then like always we will leave you with the very important reminder that has come up already in this in this episode but we always want you to remember that empowered women empower women